I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, my name is Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. Today we watched Betty Boop's Ups and Downs, a Betty Boop cartoon. Uh, and now it is officially the actual Betty Boop series instead of talk cartoons. Mm-hmm. Talk cartoons is dead. And now it's Betty Boop. Long live Betty Boop. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys want a little bit of context for this cartoon? Sure. This short subject makes light of the rash of foreclosures and property auctions in the economic turmoil of the Great Depression. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. I got yeah. that a bit. Okay. Yep. Um... The, the the synopsis is that Betty and her boyfriend, Bimbo, have to leave their home and sell it. Um, and then the whole Earth gets sold to other planets. And I think it's Saturn that buys it. Yeah. And then Saturn's like, what if I just take the gravity out of this thing? And so then everything is going up into the air. Um, also, gravity is represented by a big magnet because it's the 1930s, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so there's a lot of shenanigans with everything floating up into the sky. Uh, and and then the gravity eventually gets put back in. So then there's shenanigans with things falling. And that's the ups and the downs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was the ups and downs of it. What did we think of this cartoon? It uh, reminded me... A bit of the Coco kind of absurdist when he like climbed up into space and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so climbed that beanstalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I liked that part of it, but the beginning was kind of boring. Uh, it took a little bit to get to the good stuff. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, I'm. Just, it's just. Eh. It's okay. Yeah, I think it's a, a decent Betty Boop cartoon, but we've also already seen some of the best ones, so. You know, there's still there's still some pretty darn good ones to come, but uh, yeah, it's it's enjoyable. Like you can do a lot worse. We've seen a lot worse lately. Certainly, I mean, this is better than the Silly Symphony we saw last week. I think, um, at least I I certainly think so. I had more fun watching this. Mm. So let's go ahead and get specific. <laughs> I'm changing all of it it's up really today. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, what do we think of the story and characters? The the context pretty much, like, confirmed it. You could tell it was, you know, something. And then it's like, oh, yeah, this is the 30s. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see. You're like, ah, I see. The dots, I've connected them. Yes, yes. <laughs> the, the most interesting part to me was the the middle with seeing the planets, uh, you know, try to buy the, the Earth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the, the moon being an auctioneer. Yeah. Uh, but also the thing I found the the most, I don't know, silly or absurd is the fact that, okay, the gravity was removed, but then the reactions or the repercussions were staggered. So it's yeah. like, you know, it's just like everything's fine in some things and then slowly, you know, or then something will start, you know, reacting to there being no gravity and then something right by it is still, you know, and then it'll start reacting. So I'm like, yeah, I don't think it's, it'll work that I way. Think, I think it's just the rule of what's like the most comedic and fun to draw. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 
I mean, even one of the gags was two women talking out the windows, which they sounded exactly like Betty Boop to me, uh, or uh, very similar. But um, but they're talking out the window, and then one's house starts going up, and then the others, and you know, silly. Yeah, uh, it's. There's definitely not much of a story here or or characters. It's more just about shenanigans of going up into the sky and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, Said so they had some shenanigans early on with after uh, Betty and Bimbo left their house. The It started falling apart and the price kept going down or whatever. The chimney would try to put it back together. I don't know how that works in terms of is only the chimney alive on the house? I don't know. It's a, it's a cartoon. <laughs> Who cares? Betty Boop had a very small part because, you know, she started off at the very beginning of the short. And I guess her point was there was nowhere on Earth that was now a place for her to be or something. I don't know. And then it ended. So the very end when she was... Um, she did a little bit in the middle, but but yeah, not... Uh, yeah, well, like they were there's, traveling. There's some long stretches traveling. without her. But yeah, at the end... Uh, she said that any place on Earth is a place for her or a home for her. Or something. Yeah, so yeah. Just, right. I guess in that sense of what, you know, someone from that time is supposed to take away from this cartoon is a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, and I also love the absurdity of she comes, you know, how, I don't know how high up in the atmosphere or where in space she was, but she lands on a pillow and of course she's absolutely fine. And, you know, just, you know, she, she almost like sat on, you know, she fell on her fanny, you know, on a pillow and then houses and things dropped on top of her. And of course she was absolutely fine. And then, but then there was this one poor elephant that fell and it seemed to make a state or something? No, I don't it, know. It fell made, on the earth. It made the full like North America. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. An elephant that dropped from the sky. So it's like okay, yeah, that's how that works. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> there were there were several gags that like it took me half a second to realize, and then I was like, "That's really stupid," but it did make me laugh. <laughs> the the first of which was as Betty was leaving her house, she passed uh, a well, and the the bucket like climbed out of it or whatever, and was kind of sadly watching as she went, and then went well. well well, well. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> That's really dumb, but it did make me giggle. <laughs> what did we think of the animation? For me personally, I always find it refreshing to watch the these Fleischer shorts because the style is so different compared to Disney's and virtually everyone besides Fleischer is just trying to imitate Disney. <laughs> like it's Obviously, Warner Brothers is, but trust me, so is everyone else. Um, even worse than Warner Brothers is doing most of the time. And so it's just really nice to, like, they they have the really thick lines and the, the proportions and stuff don't line up to the typical Mickey stuff of the time. It's just kind of, even if I'm like, that cartoon was fine, it was just a nice difference in animation. Even if it's not perfect, it's just fun to have something so visually different. And especially having the this one we were able to see in like full Blu-ray quality. So you can kind of see it in all of its detail. Unlike some of the other... There's been a, one or two Betty Boops that we've watched that have been in not very good quality. So, Yeah, I thought the quality was okay. Nothing really stood out as, as being particularly really good. Uh, but, you know, there wasn't... From my recollection, there wasn't like a lot of repetition, which I really appreciate. 
And there were a lot of variation between people and objects and houses and all that. And everything looked good. There was one kind of creepy Mickey kind of knockoff that oh, like, I didn't was even in catch a, it. Well, that was they in a cellar, <laughs> but then he oh, went up and yeah. took a house and then he turned like black and charred or something. Well, yeah, because he went through. Soot, oh, yeah. Soot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And fortunately, they resisted doing a blackface joke. Truly, yeah. yeah. I'm like, yes. is it, he's going to do something on the couch? I, I was, no? I was just right. so nervous about I know, it. I know. Yeah, I like. Basically, the more kind of absurdist setups and things like that. Like, it's like, okay, pull the gravity out. Oh, what's gravity going to be? Oh, big magnet? All right. <laughs> and then, it's like, sure. And then things start floating. And I'm like, okay, this is, you know, fun or interesting, you know, a more interesting premise. And let's see what you do with it. It's not like the most fun and interesting, but it is like different. Yeah. And it's silly and wacky. And so it's like, okay, yeah, like... Every, everyone else is just kind of doing the same thing and only one of them's actually doing it well, uh, which is Disney. And even then, they vary in how successful that formula works. It, it kind of depends. Like, we didn't enjoy King Neptune that much, um, but everyone's still trying to copy the style of King Neptune and the other silly symphonies. So, yeah, it's just silly, wacky cartoons at a time where a lot of the cartoons are just more focused on the, like dancing frolicking kind of going along to the music thing whereas this this has like betty singing some um but it's like a a lot a lot more jazzy and stuff their their vocals are still like almost completely disconnected from the actual characters except like betty boop when she's singing they're they're like lip syncing her mouth but then for everyone else they like do not care <laughs> like the the ladies are talking there's no even sign that they have a mouth <laughs> they're just they're just mumbling stuff and that's just kind of the fleischer style they keep doing that later with popeye too where he's like mumbling constantly and his mouth is not moving most of that time that's just kind of what they do and it's like if it the the more they do it, the more it's like, okay, this is just your stylistic choice. And in yeah. that way, I can respect it, you know, rather yeah. rather than feeling just like cheap and like you can't do any better. It's like, well, no, you, you're clearly showing Betty Boop lip sync. So you have the ability to do it. You're just generally choosing not to because that's your style. Right. Like it feels like they rely on the voice actors to just kinda, improv or yeah. just say stuff like saturn buying uh earth and he says something to the moon while they're like doing the exchange of money and yeah their mouths aren't moving but it definitely sounds it feels like they're just saying stuff yeah yeah (laughs) i don't know if they took they had a few takes and they picked a good one or what but it was uh, a silly exchange that it's like no nobody wrote this yeah. Uh, or they they were like, here's the situation, now yeah. say some stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, maybe there's a guide or something, but we're not too worried about what you say because we don't have to sync it with anything. So maybe you could try a couple of different things. Yeah, yeah. And there's thinking of that exchange here. You have, um, like, the the moon saying, like, okay, give me, let me see the money. And he hands over this bag. I mean, I just, just the thought of planets and absurdity yeah. you have this, this money bag. That's oh very my gosh. silly. Let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up? Um, a little unsure about Saturn. Um, like he's clearly supposed to be a Jewish stereotype, and I'm kind of like not sure how egregious. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm not sure how. Um, what the 
kind of stereotypes of the time were he, he, he was kind of like bumbling rather than malicious. But I, I, yeah, I don't know. It feels a little uncomfy. Um, and I am not Jewish, so I am not an authority on being able to say to what extent that's bad, but it definitely, definitely felt like that could be pretty offensive to people. I was pleased that she, uh, that Betty Boop herself was not damseled, you know, any, anywhere in this. No more than everyone else floating yeah, up into yeah, the sky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they of course had, uh, uh, a little bit of saucy fun with with Betty and her skirt flying up, because um, that is again just the like kind of one of her main appeals right now, um, which in like another year or two they can't rely on anymore because of uh, whatever the haze. Ca- the haze, haze there we go. Yeah. Um, but currently she can still have her skirt fly up, and it's like oh, um, and then she had to walk on her hands to prevent it, which was a pretty that fun culmination. Yeah, of I was that gonna gag. say that was that was that was. A, <laughs> it's like it a was a saucy, solution. yeah, like it was a saucy gag, but it like had a good stinger on it to make it like feel all worth it. Yeah, it was, it's very silly. Um, and I, personally, I still think. It, it it doesn't hold up, and then it's not all that saucy anymore. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, and especially what I liked, whatever she had, like long, almost like dark black, um, almost like leggings. I know they weren't leggings, but that's the almost the extent to what her underwear, whatever that was revealed. Yeah, I think she, I think was she had showing. a garter belt too. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I mean, it's yeah. It's quite saucy for 1932, but. <laughs> It's a little less so now. I mean, you're still not going to have a modern kids cartoon that has a girl's skirt going up, uh, blowing up. But like, except maybe in Japan, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, it's just it's more quaint than anything now. And it, it does certainly doesn't bother me. Let's go on to our favorites and least favorites. What was your least favorite part of the cartoon? Me, maybe the beginning, just because it was kind of slow and boring. It wasn't bad, but like maybe the the, the leaving scene, other than the cute, well. Um, It might be like the two ladies who are gossiping outside, like through their windows or whatever for me, just because I couldn't understand a lot of what they were saying. So I think some of the humor didn't land for me because I could barely hear it. Um, And it just wasn't that interesting to me. Yeah, I think uh, in the beginning as well, but the uh, the cat milking the cow scene. Oh, that did go on went for a while. On long and, yeah. and they're just like crying and the cow is drinking I, milk. Yeah, I think. I think that's supposed yes. to be the main joke is that the cow oh. is drinking milk that the cat is then milking. But it go it like it stays on that for a long time. And that seems to be the only joke. So, like, yeah, that one. I agree. I'm actually going to change it to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I also want to specify that part. What was your favorite part? I think second would be where she walks on her hands because her skirt keeps flying up. But I think my favorite was just the auction scene generally because it was so unexpected and silly. Yeah, you got to have Mars and Venus and Saturn all there. Yeah. I think my favorite is actually the end um, with all the houses crashing down. And then Betty, like one house crashes down and Betty goes out the um, chimney, chimney to sing a little bit. But then another house crashes down. And so she has to go up that chimney and then an, an, and then like a, a skyscraper or whatever, like uh, crashes, building, yeah. like a, a tall building crashes down. And she has to go up an elevator uh, that goes all the way to the top and then the elevator opens and then she gets to actually finish the song. And it, it just felt like a fun uh, culmination slash ending for, for that. 
I think I'm also going to go with the auction just because the silliness and the absurdity of it. I was not expecting it. And even like the moon being the auctioneer and then exchanging this bag of money and all that. I Yeah, I think I'm going to go with that. Who was your least favorite character? Think for me, I'll go ahead and say Saturn uh, just because he, he feels uncomfortable and like that's probably just a gross stereotype. Um, I'm not sure to what extent it's egregious, but it feels egregious. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't a ton of characters, so I guess I'll agree. I'm going to go with that cow. <laughs> uh, I don't know. The cow was just boring. That's fine. Who was your favorite character? I mean, Betty Poop. Like, yeah. she didn't get to do a whole, whole lot, but she was cute in what she was in, and I like hearing her old-timey singing. Um, so, yeah, Betty Boop. Yeah, again, not very many characters. Or, I guess, not real characters. Yeah, not a lot of characters that are characters. Moments. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll agree. I'm actually going to go with the moon. It just kind of cracked me up, yeah. him being auctioneer. And, and he just had kind of a silly, like, westerny or whatever voice. All right. Let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate it. I don't know if I would recommend it. I think we've seen better Betty Boop cartoons. I guess I'd recommend it in a sense where it's just different than, than Mickey stuff and uh, stuff in the time. So if you're kind of getting tired of that, you can... <laughs> yeah, if you're like uh, a me and you're watching a bunch of cartoons from that era and you're kind of really tired of them, this is a little bit of a nice palate cleanser. Yeah, it's like there was somebody making something different with like good quality, uh, interesting ideas. But as an overall thing that is entertaining, it was it was okay. It was fine. I guess I'll give it a 2.25. Um, I think I'm going to go with a two and I, I'm not going to recommend it. I mean, it's, it, it, there's nothing bad or egregious, but I definitely don't think it's a must see. Uh, I'll lightly recommend it. Um, it's a, it's a decent Betty Boop cartoon and it's pretty good compared to a lot of what's being made at the time, at least in my opinion. It's really just them and, and, uh, and Disney right now that are just making anything that's that enjoyable to watch. So, uh, yeah, I'll give it a 2.25, I think, also. Um, not, like, amazing, but, like, a fun little short. Yeah. Thank you all very much for listening. Thank you. Next time, we're going to be doing a Mickey short that I like a lot. Oh, right. yay. Yay, yay. So join us then. Bye. 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 This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening.
What was so funny? You said my name is as opposed to I'm Danica. It was a little different. <laughs> and it was cute. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Fancy.